Hello and welcome to Dreamloop Devcast. This time we're talking about remakes and remasters. So welcome guys. Hello. Uh, and thank you for having me again. <laughs> <laughs> very, very official. Yes. Very, very official, as is our style. So mm -hmm. uh, tons of remakes are happening at this moment and will be happening throughout this year. And to start this thing off, uh, I would like to tell you right off the bat about one remake that is pretty big for me personally. Namely, Secret of Mana remake was released last Thursday <laughs> on Steam, PS4 and PS Vita. And this was one of my personal uh, honorary mentions in our most anticipated games of 2018 list. And being a Mana fan from the Super Nintendo days, I watched some of the early review headlines in slight terror, so to speak. Uh, people are saying that it made a great game worse, and I'm seeing things like 3 out of 5, 6 out of 10, kind of mediocre. So I bought it, and I've played it only for, for a couple of hours now, but so far it's not that bad. It certainly doesn't have that blow-me-away kind of factor, but it isn't horrible at all. Like, the main character, for example, they look really, really good. The fighting feels fun, and, and it's also faithful to the original. In fact, the whole game seems to be the exact same as the original. Like, the world is built square for square the same. And I actually prefer that. I think that's nice. Mm -hmm. And then they also they restored some of the dialogue that was supposed to be in the original. So that's that's nice as well, and... Uh, well, speaking of dialogue, there is now voice acting, but uh, that's where the bad kind of begins. And uh, I think uh, I think the Japanese voices are alright, but there are no mouth animations. And that feels pretty jarring, especially with the new camera close-ups, etc. It's, it's a bit of a letdown, really. It feels like a quality gap. Uh, and uh, oh, what's going on there? What's I think Kim was trying to open a beer. It's like super noisy in the office. I also notice <laughs> my mic is all the time, like picking something up. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's fine. That, we, Kimo, we are allowing you that beer. Thank you. Just this time. <laughs> no, every time, of course. But, but talking about uh, Secret of um, Mana remake, like what I heard about it is most of the critics seem to be exactly that it is the same game. And maybe that is not good enough, so to speak. Like I saw a bunch of discussion on Reddit at least where people were saying that, you know, the remake just proves that it doesn't stand the test of time uh, and such. And it's especially because they changed the, 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 the style to 3D. So some of that charm is gone now. So even people who maybe could now go back and play the original cannot play the remake because it, is, it doesn't have the nost same nostalgia, it doesn't have the same charm. And the systems, gameplay systems, don't hold up. I'm not sure if that's true or not. I haven't played the remake. I haven't really played the original, but it's something I I heard about it. Yeah, I haven't read any of the reviews myself because I want to get a fresh opinion, as fresh as it can be, from a actual fan of the original. But uh, I agree that uh, the 3D style doesn't feel as charming as the 2D one. Uh, but uh, what it, when it comes to the actual optimizations and changes in the, for example, the menu systems. Uh, they were pretty clunky in the old one too. 
and the impro improvements are pretty oddly specific, I would say. For example, they reworked some inventory menus, which is good, but they didn't change the very, very clunky shopkeeper dialogue systems. Uh, well, I'm, I'm not going to go in deep to that, <laughs> but you know, it's that it, it seems that they somehow restricted the improvements into some really specific things and it doesn't always seem to make sense why they wouldn't upgrade something i mean i think it's just because it's sort of balancing act because you know it's a classic game and it's it's a you know remaster it's not a completely new game or a reboot or whatever mm. so they have to kind of i guess make calls like what is what makes the original you know yeah. as good as it was stuff like that so I also noticed that they removed some little cutscenes, for example, like the party flying through the air with the cannon travel system. It's oh, a fast travel fast, system. Yeah. yeah, you know that one. Yeah. They get shot, shot out of a cannon. And I wonder why did they remove that? Because in the original game, there was a moment where they show off new graphics technology, like Super Nintendo's Mode 7 fake it's 3D. Quite, quite iconic because I'm not that familiar with the game, but I remember that part. Yeah. It was a cool looking gimmick in the old game and since a new remake always has like new technology available why wouldn't they do the same i was I kind of it, looking forward to seeing it maybe it's just that they didn't want to it would be a lot of work to model the world map to work with that mm. like maybe they would have needed to you know just so they figured like just cut it so that we don't have to do as much yeah i think that's really the thing you mentioned previously too that they don't for example animate the mouse um like, I think that's the charm thing, so to speak. Like, back in the day, they were more limited technologically, but they put a lot of effort and love into these games. And now mm. they, you know, they put it in 3D, but, for example, they don't animate the mouths, or they don't add that specific scene, stuff like that. They're kind of cutting corners. Yeah. Mm. Then there's also the pretty big matter of the soundtrack, which is arranged uh, by uh, two guys under the supervision of the original composer, Hiroki Kikuta. And uh, even though I, che I checked out the, the, the two arrangers, um, I have to ch check their names again soon here, but uh, they have, they're like pretty established uh, guys. But still, I think that the so far what I've heard from the new soundtrack, it's kind of subpar in my opinion. The, there's some really weird production choices, especially in the few very first tracks that you hear, which are pretty important in my opinion. Like they have some like pretty obnoxious lead sounds and drum sounds and and then some unintentional stuff like guitars being out of tune and sloppy tracking and stuff like that. So I'm glad the original OST is included and that you can switch to it anytime. But of course, I would like the new one to be awesome too. It a little bit sounds like that maybe they had some budget constraints in general. Yeah. Also, some sound effects are pretty buggy. I noticed that the, there's this enemy, this Busby kind of enemy type, and uh, they have this attack where they lunge at you. And that lunge attack seems to have uh, a sound effect that sounds like a punch connecting with somebody. <laughs> and they keep repeating it. And it's, it keeps playing this punch sound over and over. And... It even plays at the wrong time. You can see clearly that the the punch sound comes first, and then you can see the enemy kind of lunging at you. So it's it's clearly that might a bug. Explain because um, a bunch of people were complaining um, on Reddit, for example, when they're complaining that the combat system doesn't feel good and it's unresponsive stuff like that. 
I mean, that would be unresponsive. If you hear like a punchy sound and only then the actual attack happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So there might be some like actual kind of bugginess there too. Yeah, I can totally though. I can foresee that some people might feel that the mana combat system is unresponsive because it's based on the your power meter. When you attack once, you just press button and then your power meter goes to zero and it fills back up to 100% in a couple of seconds. So if you keep mashing the attack, you're going to just keep doing single digit uh, damage. It's like you're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to just hit once and wait for your power meter to go back up. Yeah, it's kind of like I saw some people complaining that it's obvious in a modern day that they wanted to make a turn-based game and then they kind of just turned it into an action game by slapping these things on top of that. I'm not sure if it sounds like that to me personally, but... And also the funny thing is, for example, Minecraft, funny enough, upgraded their combat system to work like that now. Or, well, they did it a while back, but it's essentially exactly like that, where you have to, you know, control how often you attack. If you keep spamming, then it will not really deal any damage. So it's still, yeah. to this day, uh, a thing that is used, a, a system that is used to prevent spamming in, a, I, would, I would say, like simplified common systems or whatever, once where you only have one attack button. Mm. So uh, to me, I, it doesn't sound that bad. Yeah. Uh, I heard that, uh, or read that, uh, one, one big thing about the combat system was that now they allow like six, 600, six, uh, 360 degrees rotation on all characters instead of the four directions or eight directions mm. that it used to be. Uh, have you noticed any difference in that regard? Some people yeah, are I, very critical about that. Yeah, I can kind of understand be, people being critical. It definitely helps some some corner situations, especially with the ranged attacks like bow and arrows and, and the boomerang and stuff like that. Anything with a little bit more range, it starts to it starts to really give you a, an advantage but it that's not a thing that i i personally find annoying or, or well in any way uh, disappointing so that's that's something i kind of kind of like go going back to a thing that you mentioned uh, earlier was that you said that you can change the soundtrack to the original uh, original ost at will anytime Um, that brought to mind uh, that some people were really disappointed with the graphics of the Shadow of Colossus remake because the original one had this aesthetic that was I guess uh, well it was um, it had a lot of fog everywhere and mm. at least back then, I'm not sure if it was confirmed, but it was theorized that it was due to PlayStation 2 lacking power to render everything, which would make sense. And it, that same trick was used in Silent Hill before. But now yeah. with the remake and the power of the PS4 and Pro, um, th- there was no need for that fog anymore. So it was taken off. And some people were really disappointed because it really changes the look of the game. And yeah. That's a, that's a um, weird thing, like, because back in the day that fog was often used to, like, hide um, drawing distance issues, basically. But it can mm. also be an aesthetic choice. Mm-hmm. Mm. And it's um, often both. Yeah. There was an ad- additional point uh, where um, I was going to say that uh, with the remasters and visuals, uh, I liked what they did with the Halo, I think, 1 and 2 remakes that they did a while back, where you could change back to the old graphics at will 
anytime in the game. And oh. I think that was something that many people were expecting from the um, Shadow of Colossus remake as well. For example, oh. the LucasArts Adventure Game remasters also do this, where you can swap between oh, yeah. uh, True. new style and yeah. new style with the press of a button. But I think the problem with that is that, for example, like, yeah, I mean, yeah, that would work, but maybe if people are happy with everything else in the remake, but they change the aesthetic by room with the fog, then maybe the fog itself should be a toggleable thing. That yeah. tends to be like this kind of like engineer type of a thing where we were like, well, we had that there because, you know, of technical limitations, so now we don't have those, so let's remove it. But that's <laughs> not quite how it works. It can also serve an aesthetic purpose. I mean, yeah. there is fog in real life. It's an actual thing. <laughs> no, no, it was uh, God tries to hide the draw distances. Oh, yeah, yeah, maybe it's that, yeah. Yeah. It's rendering really slowly at times, so it has to be it has some really fog. Ba- bad pop in, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I totally agree that the fog and the draw distance in especially in PS2 era games, it, it can definitely give uh, that distinct feeling when you're playing and I think that's uh, that's a place for a producer or the creator of the game when they're making a remake. That's a place for the producer to kind of Make a make a big decision whether they want to keep the fog because if, if he determines that it's a very important part of how playing the game feels emotionally, and it's not even that it's that yeah. the art is not made like the world is not designed to be viewed at a distance, you know. Like there, well, there that, just th- that's 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 one part of it, I think. Because yeah. I remember, for example, back in the day when I was um, playing Morrowind on the PC. I, I think I beat it, and then I a bunch a, a bit later I started modding it, and there were mods too, you know, because that was a bunch of time after the actual game had come out. So there were a bunch of mods where you can like change the draw distance stuff like that, and I like removed basically removed the fog, and I could see like really far, and it looks like ours because of course <laughs> you start getting mm-hmm. like you know even if there is detail, it becomes this pixelated mess at the distance and you don't have like proper um, any sort of filtering stuff like that. And, and in general, it reveals how small the world is because it is really yeah. small if you don't have a fog. But like I was completely yeah. happy with the fog and I was just figured, well, Morrowind is a, ha- is a foggy place, you know. Yeah. Um, that's completely fine. So sometimes like, and th- that really got me thinking like, why would, because people were like, oh, this is amazing, I don't remove the fog. Why would you remove it? What do you get from it? You get to look at, mm-hmm. you know, pixelated mess of, you know, LOD models at the distance that were not supposed yeah. to be viewed from far away. I mean, anyway. even, even if they they had a chance to make uh, the distance uh, details look really good, who says that it's a better better idea than to have fog in, in a certain area? Like, I think many times fog just adds atmosphere, like a ton yeah. of atmosphere. And there was a... Uh, I have a theory about the... Um, about the Shadow of Colossus, uh, why the why the fog isn't there, and I'm pretty sure that many people have the same theory as well, is that they had it there. It was some like maybe volumetric fog or whatever, something that hits performance. And when they started, or got to the end of the development and started, um, or finalized the game with all the um, performance tweaks and everything, they sort of took it off, and that was like they. Well, that's the reason why it's not there. That's at least what I came up with. I, I guess the other reason would be that it, the engineering sort of way of thinking that Vigo just said previously. Because the thing yeah. is, like, fog is not really 
these days it's not really a thing unless you do something super fancy with like live shots and light shots and stuff like that if it's just like basically things at a distance get a color color blended into them it doesn't really have a performance cost it mm. saves performance because you can reduce draw distance yeah hmm but I'm not sure how much these days the that sort of a fog is used anyway, because... I mean, that's generally how it, how it works. Then you might do some mm. screen space stuff on top of that, but I mean, that's essentially what fog is. They yeah. might You might have some fancy calculation stuff, like, oh, light has traveled this and this long distance since hitting this surface, and it's at this angle and stuff like that, but it's not really that of a, that much of an expensive effect, if it's distance fog. Mm. Of course, oh, it's yeah. different if it's like you know, fog, fog like for example, like mist on the ground, mm. and you can like go go into the mist or you can come up from it and stuff like that. And that's different. Yeah. But if it's just like omnipresent fog everywhere in the distance, but it's it's still very much possible that that was the case. They were not hitting the performance targets, and they were just just like, oh yeah. fuck it, just you know, let's yeah. just keep chopping away. Let's mm. remove all the post-pressing effects and see. Oh, yeah. now it works or well, whatever. It is actually shit now. So, because what I've heard is that the game has been um, has been. Um, I mean, the it, the performance the performance is really good in that game. Like they they did a really good job with that. And well, they the studio behind it has the track record of actually being really really tenacious the with thing. the good performance. Then you could do the thing what a, that a bunch of console games are doing these days. That would be, I think, perfect there is like, make it a toggle. Put mm -hmm. it like, you know, I want the original foggy atmosphere even if there is FPS, FPS drops or, you know, well, I, I don't want FPS mm -hmm. drops and I want to see really far. Make it an option yeah. for people. Yeah. yeah. And then again, we come to the point where <laughs> if it had the option of uh, going back to the old style of mm -hmm. uh, the graphics or the new style, then everything would be fine, I guess. But of course yeah. the problem I think with, depending on what old style and new style means in a 3D game, because your com render pipeline might be completely different between how it was and how it is now, how lighting is handled, everything is handled. Mm. So you would essentially need to have like two render pipelines running at the same time where you can swap between them. Like it could get a bit of a messy, messy thing, like it's not trivial mm -hmm. to do. It might be easier to let there be some features that can be toggled on or off. They can do it with the LucasArts games easily, of course, because they're just 2D. Mm -hmm. Have you guys played Two Rock Dinosaur Hunter? No, nope. well, not not uh, particularly recently. It's much. a yeah. Well, it's a first-person shooter. I think it was originally for Nintendo 64, and I that game yeah. has a ton of fog. It's it's yeah. really overbearing. <laughs> In that game, you can definitely feel that it's uh, uh <laughs> it, it was it was to enable something like engine wise mm. and you, you know but i still have to say that that even though it looks ridiculous it still does add quite a bit of suspense when you're playing it because you can hear the dinosaurs coming yeah, from, uh, from i always way. remember thinking that it's because i remember my friend had actually, that actually fallen in the 64 as i remember thinking there too that it's kind of like this foggy you know misty like wet mm. place you know swamp with dinosaurs like that's what it looks like it, it's just yeah. okay it doesn't really mm. bother you that much as long as it's not yeah. like the draw distance is like 10 meters away and just shit just you know <laughs> spawns on your face and kills you if it's a little bit farther away then i think it's completely fine yeah that there was a little bit of that in to rock yeah because the enemies I, are really fast and stuff like that yeah yeah for some enemies so mm. but on, on topic of of other remakes 
System Shock remake is on a hiatus now. Mm-hmm. That's a shame. Yeah. But but uh, I I read that the dev team thought that they had lost focus and they're taking a break and they're promising that that the the project is not canceled and they are coming back stronger than ever. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I hope think I, I read that too and I remember thinking that um, it must be that because it's such an ambitious game and it's mm. obviously like you know not perfectly polished so it's the perfect yeah. example of a game where you're like maybe you know it was supposed to be this way so let's make it this way and you know you start having like feature creep you start adding things and you start let's fix this little thing that turns into a really big feature you have to really figure out like, what are you exactly what are you doing what do you want to have here what do you want to keep what do you want to change yeah mm-hmm. that's what i heard as well that it basically boiled down to feature creep and then they needed to refocus their efforts to actually continue with the project yeah but it's a shame to have, have these news it's really good that they decided it though because it would have been a disaster most likely if they had continued going on without caring about the fact that that they feel a little lost yeah i mean then ultimately what will happen is either you just never get it done or you end Mm. up having to cut features anyway and it's probably basically a buggy mess so i think this is pretty much the best possible outcome Uh, if they were already at the point where i started having feature previous take a break and kind of gather their thoughts and figure out like okay what do we actually want to do yeah of course being a Kickstarter project, it kind of made well. They kind of had to uh, mm-hmm. be open about it mm-hmm. because a lot of people would have been mad if they would just vanished. But of course, had. some Kickstarters do that. But I guess mm-hmm. that speaks speaks for the devs that they were open about it. Yep. Mm. So I listened about- to. Uh, yeah. Oh, go no, ahead, no, Tom. Go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. <laughs> I'm gonna switch topics, so you go. Okay, ahead. okay. I'll just add uh, quickly that I listened to two tracks from this stage of the production that they're in right now with System Shock. One of them was an orchestral piece and one was like uh, this neurofunk slash drum and bass stuff. And the orchestral piece was the theme for Citadel Station. And I have to say that 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 was generic. That was really bad. I I did not like it. it. It sounded like Bioshock, which is not in itself a bad thing, but it doesn't sound... It doesn't remind you of System Shock at all. It's very, very generic compared to what you're used to from System Shock. And I hope that uh, I hope that they that they are going to keep those things at a minimum. Maybe maybe it wouldn't be a bad idea if you want to k- kind of sprinkle some of that somewhere in the game, as long as it's put in a very, very good spot. But most of most of the music should be. Pretty much like the other track that they released, which was really awesome. I really liked the the the, the other track. Uh, I can't remember what. Uh, yeah, it was actually a remake of the main menu theme from System Shock One, and that was really good. I hope they continue with with that line. So as I as I was about to say, yeah. uh, talking about being lost, uh, how about that Final Fantasy VII remake? Well, we don't really know if it's lost, though. I mean, it's supposed to be coming out. It has been missing in action for quite a while. It's been Uh a long time since we heard about that one. Yeah, well, we have GDC. I thought thought they they basically said that it's coming out in 2018, and that's that's the news we have. 
Okay, well, uh, let me rephrase. It's been a long time since we've seen anything from that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. yeah, that might mean many things. Yeah. Either they are yeah. super so, confident in what they have and they're trying to pull a Bethesda, or mm -hmm. they are definitely not confident with what they have and they are trying to pull a Bethesda. Mm -hmm. Anyway, <laughs> it can be two, be two things, I guess. What's the latest word on the, like the, what do you call it? Is it the business model of the game? I don't know what to call it. Now, I think days, it's going to be episodic. Yeah, it's episodic and yeah, it's going to okay. be like the, I mean, it's going to be a billion episodes based on what mm. we know because mm -hmm. it's only going to be the the very beginning of the game, the first episode, episode pretty much from what I understand. Uh -huh. Like to what stage? I, but I think it's just like Midgar. Yeah, but that's, that's the disc one. Oh yeah, well that's yeah. that's true actually. Yeah, yeah. So like that's one third of the sense. game, or even more than one third of the game, because the third disc is only the final boss battle or the final dungeon. So. Okay. Well, yeah, actually that's, that's a good point. It's just that like modern modern game wise, like all the world map stuff, stuff like that. Like that's it's gonna be interesting how they handle that because the, mm. like doing just a single city that's relatively reasonable, but having to do the entire world that's gonna be. Yeah, that, that was, I was gonna say that I wonder if they're gonna just drop the open world nature of it and just make the episodes based on each no. each city and that way. I mean, they could do it, uh, or they could do it, um, you know, new Deus Ex way, where you kind of have like open areas, but you don't have an open world. Or, mm. And they could combine that with how they did with, with Final Fantasy X, where you don't have a world map, but you just kind of travel from node to node, basically. Or you just mm. have, like, you know, fast travel points, but you don't get to actually walk on the world map. That wouldn't be the worst. I mean, it wouldn't mm. really be yeah. Final Fantasy VII, but it wouldn't be the worst. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to do the de 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 Deus Ex way and make the first episode and then drop the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the other Deus Ex way to do things, yeah. We never ask for that. <laughs> oh. But yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see what they do with Fantasy Seven in general because there's, I mean, there's just so much, so much, so many ways it can go wrong and so many questions. Mm -hmm. The what I saw from the battle system last time was, was well, it looked really intense. It looked actually, I was pretty hyped for it, but I might be clouded by the fact that <laughs> that, oh. that cho word choice, <laughs> but. Uh, it might just be nostalgia though because i'm seeing all these beloved characters in a really high definition ca uh, graphics now but it's still I, I don't know it looked pretty pretty cool to me it's, it's more actiony like final fantasy as a series is now like it's kind of you have to accept that i guess that it's it's not going to be traditional turn based stuff again yeah it's it's no action action stuff more more or less yeah, which again cool. is going to be interesting to see how they do that with Final Fantasy 7 with all that iconic stuff in there. I mean, it's it's going to be doable, but if they want, if they wanted to go for the old uh, the turn-based, semi-turn-based thing, they could take what happens in Bravely Default, where you can speed up the fights and you can assign macros that your characters are going to do the same yeah, things. I think that's the, that's pretty much the modern way. And in general, yeah. like I think in all all turn-based games now there. Are, are always some abilities. Even back in the day, they had text speed. But now, you know, when you play one of those games in emulator, you have the speed up button. And now games are just incorporating that into the game, like just how to speed up, because nobody feels like waiting. Yeah. But of course, that's not very cinematic. So I think it's, in a way, if they want to do the dramatic cinematic Final Fantasy experience, maybe it's better to do action games. 
to deliver that specifically. Mm. I mm. just don't feel like uh, just looking at the screenshots, having the sort of uh, attack, uh, magic, summon, items, defend um, menu open all the time, and then trying to have an action game on top of it just oh, just seems off to me. Yeah, it's like, gonna be interesting. It might be that they just choose to have it in every screenshot or something, and it's not gonna mm -hmm. be like that in the actual game. We'll see that. Mm. But hasn't hasn't it been sort of that way in the Final Fantasy fifteen as well? Mm, kinda. Yeah, it's more of a you, you control one character only, and then you have these combo attacks that you can use your other characters with, and then there's there's not really that much. You can change your weapon on the fly. Um, you can use some items on the fly while the game pauses for the duration of the selection, but um, there's no like magic is like it's just one uh, one weapon in a sense. There's no going through menus or anything like that in, during the fights. Mm -hmm. in that sense, it's just very straightforward action. Yeah, quite streamlined. Yeah, mm -hmm. and I wouldn't personally mind at all if, if the Final Fantasy VII remake goes to that direction. Just of course, the the characters in the in, in fifteen are they are much more like side characters than Barrett or Tifa. For yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I really think they would have to do some sort of like you know you can swap between the characters like that would work you know where it's like Final Fantasy fifteen. But you can swap between characters, and then the AI picks up the rest of the characters, for example. Something I think like that's that. what happened in the gameplay video that we saw. I think. Yeah, I sort I of think... assumed they would do that. Mm -hmm. uh, now I found an article that where, uh, which has like these some screenshots from an Ghost Doors event, and it says that it looks like it would have this sort of a um, Kingdom Hearts style strategic uh, system, and not that much of an action system. Yeah, a bunch but of people again. have been saying that it's gonna be like Kingdom Hearts. Like it, that's the rumor. So, mm -hmm. mm. and of course, Final Fantasy XV's system wasn't that popular with the fans. So, and Kingdom Hearts is very popular. So they mm -hmm. they might be even feel even stronger about going to that direction now. Mm. But I guess we we'll have to see. see. Yeah, we'll yeah. see. One day. It's going to be a pretty huge release. I mean, mm -hmm. I can't imagine la the buzz that's going to be happening when it's going to be released i mean this is exactly what we were what we were dreaming of when we were back in the day playing the original you were well you know what you talk uh, at recess with your friends like imagine if we had this awesome final fantasy 7 like new version like with <laughs> like you could see the characters like in really detailed and everything and well this is it mm -hmm. so it's going to be or is it looking, you know is it, uh, is it <laughs> more more photorealistic cloud having that huge sword just looks silly. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but yeah, well, we've seen the visual style already in the movies, so we're used to it. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Yeah, it's it's not that um, because there's all the movies and stuff like that. So actually, it's not gonna be. There's gonna be a bunch of people who are gonna be like, "What the fuck is this anime bullshit?" or whatever. But um, you know, people <laughs> who are familiar with the original game and are not familiar with all the movies and everything that came after it, but it's not really unprecedented. They have quite established how things are gonna look. Mm -hmm. Look now. Mm. I, I just saw some <laughs> screenshot from a trailer apparently and somebody spotted Oren from Final Fantasy X <laughs> his, his silhouette he's, he's standing in the back 
Like you, you he's basically just a bystander in, in, in shadows. But if you <laughs> if you pause this frame, you can actually see it. Let me actually link it to maybe to it's us. Vincent. Yeah, Vincent looks <laughs> a bit bit similar. Yeah, it's it's the scape. Yeah, but Vincent has spiky hair, doesn't he? Mm, no, not really. I mean, it could just be an Easter egg. That is quite more of itself. But it's probably mm. just an Easter egg. Yeah. Hmm. Vincent Valentine. Yeah, he has. Well, he has this kind of. It well, it's spiky. Yeah, not oh, in a main character way, maybe, but still. Okay. Yeah. That's 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 Orn. It's the. Yeah, you can see it from the, uh, like shoulders or the whatever it's mm. called. It comes like uh, in front of his face. Yeah. That's Orn. Or and a similar character. Since that's. That's just a trigger, so I guess that mm. they could have just hit an Easter egg there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's easily an Easter egg. I doubt a lot of what we've seen from the game this far is gonna be in the actual game when it, when it releases at some point, because I sort of feel it's been not necessarily bullshitting, but I'm because it's been su such a long time that I mean, some of the cutscene cutscene material. Mm -hmm. They might. I mean, it would be weird if they don't use it unless they do like massive style changes, because pre-rendered stuff, you know, it's not like that technology is advancing yeah. or anything. Like, it's if it's usable, it's usable, uh, unless they have some direction changes. But gameplay, of course, who knows? It's going to be really interesting. In general, mm -hmm. it's a very interesting. I mean, I think we even discussed this before in our materials how how interesting of an undertaking this whole thing is. Because yeah. of how different Final Fantasy VII fundamentally is from how games are made now, content-wise, like the amount of content and everything, and the amount of hype behind it, even mm. though people yeah, yeah, well, that haven't too. even really seen it. That but too. it's Final Fantasy VII, so it has to be incredible. Yeah. <laughs> and the amount, like, if you had to voice act all the dialogue and how, like, I mean, imagine doing exactly Final Fantasy VII just with modern graphics and voice acting and stuff like that, and imagine the amount of yeah. And then, you know, you have so many enemies that are just bullet swaps or whatever, so people would bitch about that, so you would have to design every one of those mm -hmm. separately. All the environments now in full 3D, so you can view them from whatever angle, you can zoom up, stuff like that. It's insane. So, so they probably started doing this remake right after they finished the actual game. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. It just has been taken this long. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we'll see. Do you guys do you consider... Uh, the remakes, or rather, I'll phrase it this way: Steam has uh, versions of, for for example, Final Fantasy IX. Uh, do you consider those to be remasters or no, just ports? They are ports. I mean, they are PC ports of a mobile game. Yeah, uh, I mean, they're from the, the mobile from game a mobile itself, version. You could argue uh, is a is a remake, yeah. but I mean, yeah, that's the thing. Like, how much new is there? Is it a Terminology yeah. is difficult because you know if uh, technically if you, if you added something there, it's a new version, yeah. mm -hmm. and and even even mm -hmm. changing visually, it's a new version. But then again, yeah. ports are made all the time, and we don't call ports new versions. So we don't call that whatever I don't know. Like you don't call you know Call of Duty on on Xbox and on PlayStation Four. You don't call them different versions or different games. They're the same game, even yeah. if there are some differences. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm really sad actually that talking about Final Fantasy IX and the new version of it, I'm really sad uh, about that game because the character models look actually pretty good. 
good, but the backgrounds, the designs are amazing like they were back in the day, but the resolution is such uh, is so low that the characters stand out mm. way too much. Yeah, in this they one. Lost and that. I guess yeah. yeah, the reason is that they lost the actual original. Yeah. So back in the and day, it makes me really sad. <laughs> I assume back in the day they took like you know comparatively massive amount of space, and at some point they were like, "Well, we're done with this game. Let's let's delete the originals or whatever." We're done. done with this game. <laughs> yeah, and it would be an insane amount of work for for mm -hmm. reboot to completely remake those. So. Yeah. It's, it's um, all right. Uh, all right. Um, we've been we've been talking about thirty minutes, and we haven't mm -hmm. mentioned Dark Souls yet. So, <laughs> oh god, there it is. You, you took it from my <laughs> mouth. He just had to. He just had to do it. Yeah. And uh, they, they don't really have. But speaking of remakes, actually, they're talking about the Dark Souls one remake, right? Yeah. It's coming out on Switch and the consoles. Not that I care, but I just wanted to and get please. it out there. <laughs> yeah, and and it is officially called remastered. So uh -huh. okay. now we have something to go on. Whatever. Uh, I mean, I, I think it's pretty in a way pretty obvious that it's a remaster and not a remake because mm -hmm. uh i guess it's still on the same engine uses same assets it's just for the new new machines but it's still gonna be interesting because there's like very big nuance differences between for example the three dark souls games like they all have different mm -hmm. mechanics they're balanced different and stuff like that so what version are they gonna use do they feel like what they did with three for example that's the strongest way to do things are they gonna mm -hmm. apply those mechanics to the first one now what are they gonna do it's gonna be interesting to see mm -hmm. yeah that that's a good question and i still i still hope that they stick with what mm, how, how things were done in dark souls one because that's mm -hmm. well it's the game <laughs> it's basically it's basically the same game, but I do, on the other hand, I do understand that w when the series has advanced, they have probably learned something about how how to balance things, and and that's part of the reason why Dark Souls two and three turned out the way they were. But I would, personally, I would like to just see all the handy improvements to the UI uh in dark souls 3 T take all of those and put them into into the same um same game balance as in dark souls 1 and then th then you should have a pretty good package i think that would be the optimal way to do it because like you know in a way you know if people want dark souls 3 they can go play dark souls 3 for example mm. so yeah. it's a remaster you should even if there are flaws you should stick with those flaws like a good example mm. of a recent very uh, faithful remake is the, of course, or remaster is the StarCraft World War remaster, which is essentially mm -hmm. like oh, right. it's one to one. They released a small balance patch, which also came for the original version of the game, and they made the original version of the game free, and they added some features, and then basically you can pay them money to get upgraded graphics. But it's basically gameplay wise, almost everything is the same. I think some pathfinding derpiness. Some of it they fixed, but a lot of the bugs and such are there still. A lot of the weird, mm -hmm. is this a feature or not tricks that the Koreans use. They are use features. And, yeah, they are features. <laughs> it's been so long. long. Yeah, yeah, and like the meta game of that has, has evolved around all those. Which you could mm -hmm. argue with Dark Souls 1 too, for example. Like, uh, there's a lot of stuff where you could be like, oh, you know, that's bad or that's good or whatever. But, mm -hmm. or, you know, like, that's, that's not intended. But it's, you know, that game has such a cult following and people are speedrunning and stuff like that. People are used to the mechanics. 
So, you know, it's going to be, people have figured out ways for it to work and it seems to be balanced uh, PV experience if you know what you're doing. So why change it? Yeah. And it also, it also comes down to matters of taste. Yeah, of course. Now, for, now, for example, uh, well, I can't find such a good example from Dark Souls, uh, in itself, but in Demon Souls, uh, the faith-based weapons are pretty pretty overpowered they re regenerate your health while you are holding them and they also do lots of damage so they are in my opinion they are they are pretty much the best weapons you can choose in that game but i still wouldn't like the, if we got a remaster of demon souls maybe please please one day uh, <laughs> i still wouldn't i still wouldn't want them to change this because it's it's actually something that some, somewhat of a like a teaching in my opinion <laughs> because uh if if you don't want to use those weapons uh because they're overpowered then you it's your choice you can take something else and use that instead you can find your own way you don't have to use the overpowered weapons but by allowing them to be as strong as they are it gives them a lot of character and it, it tells something about the game world it still tells it tells a little bit of a story, in my, at least in my opinion. It says that since they are like holy and they are faith-based, it tells something like, well, this is just my conjecture, but but you could imagine that the god or wh whatever entity watches over the, the heroes is somewhat somewhat present in there somehow because those weapons are so strong, or you know, and in general stuff like this. And in general, like if it's PVE focused. And in PvE, yeah. as you said, like you get to, you know, it's it's up to you what to do. Like you don't have to use the overpowered options. I think that's completely fine. We talked about similar things to this previously when we talked about hand-holding stuff like that, where like the hand-holding way would be to remove those, maybe. Because yeah, people, yeah, exactly. Like whatever people can, you know, people can make decisions, their own decisions, whether they want that or not. Mm -hmm. That is true. Um... If, if we're done with the Souls games, I would like to ask <laughs> we're Matthias. Never done, never done <laughs> yeah. with them. I would like to ask Matthias uh, what he thought of the uh, Metal Gear Solid remake uh, announcement a while back. What re remake announcement a while back? <laughs> uh, the one that had the e extra extra name Pachinko on it. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but say anyway. it's say it isn't so. <laughs> But anyway, um, talk, uh, I mean, uh, Metal Gear has had its uh, HD collections, uh, two of them, I guess, um, the HD collection and the Legacy collection. And funnily, the series itself has a, a remake uh, in, in its actual games, like Metal Gear Solid 1 is a remake of Metal Gear. Yeah. So... Hmm. It's 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 canonical uh, remake, I guess. I mean, no, I it's, it's it's just weird. a remake. It's yeah, just a remake. but it's That's still how remakes work. Yeah, no, but it's it's still uh, the actual the first game is still part of the lore. Oh, the cool. remake happens after the actual first game. Ah, ah, okay. <laughs> that sense, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, it's a remake. I, I think Kojima said that he wanted to make the original game in uh, 3D and it became Metal Gear Solid, but it is, it is basically the same game. Like, if you think about the, all the set pieces and, and the story and everything, it's 
basically the same game with mm. just different characters. Mm. I don't know. That's really cool. Yeah, that's, that's pretty, pretty nice. I, and also, did you mean uh, the Snake Eater Pachinko? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now I remember, that, now, now that you mentioned, I googled it and yeah, I've seen some some pictures of this, but no wonder I forgot it because, you know, I mercifully forget all these trespasses. Oh, hey, yeah, how about just, uh, Metal Gear Survive? Yeah, I think it was it's just all right, the right. That thing. <laughs> never happened. I mean, it launched just now. Uh, no, 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 <laughs> you must be mistaken. <laughs> I saw a savage tweet from the Gas Hirai fake Twitter account mm. or something like, I don't understand why people are complaining that Metal Gear Survive is not a stealth game. I mean, it came out without anybody noticing. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was a second part where it was something like, I mean, yeah, that joke is really bad, but you know, then again, it fits, uh, or very, very lame, but it fits with, there, there it is. Yes, I know mm. the joke is lazy and unoriginal, which is why it's the perfect joke to make about Metal Gear Survive. <laughs> Double burn. Oh, God. But I mean, just looking at this pachinko uh, uh, snake eater, the graphics of the uh, cutscenes that are from Snake Eater just looks so amazing that it just feels extra bad yep. that this never became a, uh, an actual game. What mm. is it with pachinko machines? I mean, this this money. should have been a really yeah, yeah of I mean, course yeah, money yeah. and especially because it's locally sourced organic money no but it's you know it's japanese money for japanese people because uh, japanese companies often are very how would you say introverted they like their their own local market and they very much like you know mm-hmm. selling 200,000 copies in japan for them might be more important than selling 2 million copies abroad stuff mm-hmm. like that so, or that's what it seems like anyway so i think it's just that that they were like well we can get this this local money from the pachinko things you know that shit is popular here there's a lot of money into it or whatever we don't really care about the western markets or anything like that you know we, we have a good thing going on here so let's just do mm-hmm. this then there's also twin snakes uh, metal gear so oh, yeah. twin snakes which is uh uh that's an interesting one since they also change the dialogue here and there like like not they don't change facts they just change the lines how they're said and you know it's uh that that's a kind of a hmm, remake i guess i don't know i would call it's it a, a remake i i think it's a remake because it's a different engine uh it has extra content uh they actually changed the director it's not kojima directed it was directed by some other dude who really loved uh, Animatrix. So there's a lot of uh, slowdowns and uh, bullet dodging and all, all sorts of stuff in the cutscenes. Oh, that's right. That's right. I remember uh, some, some of that. And a fun fact is that they actually had to uh, re-record all the voice lines because the old old ones from the first game were recorded in a, in a sort of a shack. Oh. And because the PlayStation One had such a low quality audio, all the background noise doesn't—you can't hear it. But if it was uh, put on a GameCube, you could hear all the background noises, like cars driving by and all, all sorts of oh. stuff. So they had to re-record it. Amazing. <laughs> so now, now we know what just what to do when we start recording. Yes, <laughs> go to the local highway and record it there. Yeah, I don't release yeah. on the PlayStation One. <laughs> <laughs> Special release only on PS One. Yeah. That, that would be a nightmare. Imagine, imagine trying to get a Unity game, like modern Unity game, to run on the fucking PlayStation One. 
I'd like I would so like to see that because you could then have the weird morphing PS1 walls in games. Mm-hmm. You know that that weird shifting shifting uh morphing. I don't know. I, I once actually read somewhere what, like somebody gave a really really deep explanation of why that happens and and it seems like people people knew what what they were like talking about, but I I didn't understand any of it. <laughs> I just know when I see it. Yeah, they have a uh, PlayStation One had its own quirks, and the Nintendo sixty four of course had its own quirks, and all attempts yeah. at three D before that of course also had their own quirks. I think the next console generation was the time when they kind of really figured stuff out, so there wasn't really mm-hmm. like you could quite. Like, you know, principles were uniform across the scale, so to speak. Like, something on the PS2 and something on the Xbox are roughly going to work similarly compared to yeah. how it was. Like, in, in, you know, like one thing people always say is on the Nintendo 64, everything is balls. And then, and then on, <laughs> on the PlayStation 1, everything is like polygons. And that was one big yeah. difference. So, anything else to say about Remix? I mean, there's, there's a bunch of stuff we could, we could talk about still, but. Mm. And I haven't even mentioned all the remakes I played, uh, which isn't that many, but I really like the DuckTales remake. It's a good game. So that's, that's oh, the yeah. shout-out I want to I wanna <laughs> The DuckTales remake is quite fun. Um, and I think that's my way forward. I think all the way forward stuff is quite fun and cool. So and the music is good. Yeah, that is amazing. I, I listened to the soundtrack. It's really good. How about the Skyrim remake? <laughs> yeah, it's, no it's completely new game. Yeah. <laughs> But they changed something that I really, uh, really appreciate. Uh, the sun shadows—they don't like click into position. Like they don't snap once a minute or how often. Yeah, yeah the sun actually you know? moves organically now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it looks. I mean, yeah, they did update so the better. engine. It's just uh, using the Fallout Four version of their own. Mm-hmm. Well, it's really it's their own their own engine, um, mm-hmm. and now it works on sixty-four bit yeah. systems and stuff I've... like that. I think you could do that in the original Skyrim with a console command to have the sun sort of tick in a much more smoother way. Well, yeah, probably, but it would have performance issues or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it had. I tried it, mm. but it, it, I couldn't get it to work. I would assume what they did well. is they baked a, like a ton of just light maps, basically, or something like that, or, or something was baked anyway. That was, that's why it's clicking. That's the only way what makes any sense that they mm-hmm. had to do it that way. But who knows how that engine works? Like, Bethesda, maybe. Here we go again. <laughs> yeah, but there has to be some. That's the other thing. There's two things we have to do. We have to talk about Souls games, and we have to shit on Bethesda. Those are mandated. Yeah, but it's it's uh, in the end, it's we just love Bethesda so much that. I mean, that that is can, really the thing. Like, I want it. I want someday to have fans uh, of my games or our games who treat them the same way where you know mm-hmm. like, because it's this sort of it's it's you know it's it's ribbing as you do between two, two yeah. friends for example like you know the, that you know you're kind of like giving each other shit in a, in a joking manner but you still mm-hmm. care and it, it's, it's a little bit like that because i mean i, I put like hundreds of hours into all, a lot of Bethesda games mm. i love them but yeah. there's also so much that i don't love or maybe i love i love to hate there's a lot of i love to hate maybe that's a good way to put it Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's just love. You you play the game and you accept it for what it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but one yeah, day we well, really yeah, have exactly. to make a we have we have to make a super cut of all our Dark Souls mentions and Bethesda <laughs> shits. Yeah. And I'm still saying saying that, or maybe I haven't actually maybe mentioned it in a devlog, but we should do a Dark Souls jar 
Or whenever you come from <laughs> yeah. Dark Souls, you had to put a coin in there. And then when it hits like 60 euros, we buy you know Dark Souls for one of the office consoles and force me to play through it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's I mean, I already have it on PC. So. Mm -hmm. But that's it's yeah. not the same. The money you, you has really to go should, somewhere. I think you you really should play the original before the remaster comes. Yeah, probably. So you, I, I've been thinking that I should probably because it's kind of like feels like a jarring task at this point. There's all all of them. There's there's Demon Souls and there's the three Dark Souls season and then there's there's Bloodborne. Annoyingly enough, like I would like to either start from the very beginning or I would like to do Bloodborne, and those are the two options I cannot do on PC. So, well, I, could, I say I guess <laughs> yeah. like you could do Demon Souls on an emulator, maybe even Bloodborne. It's, it's not the same. But I've been thinking lately that I should probably do Dark Souls 1. That's the one that seems most kind of like interesting to me because it's like, it's sort of like, it started it. It started the, yeah. you know, the, the massive success story and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. If you are interested in it from uh, like a game developer perspective, perspective, then I would say, if, and you're only going to play one, play Dark Souls. So mm. that's, that's what and that's I what I've been thinking. So. I have both, Talking, uh, both one and two actually on Steam. But. Yeah. Talking about Dark Souls, Dark Souls 3 is actually in the Humble Monthly. So if you yeah. want Dark Souls 3 and the Ashes of, uh, what was it? Ariandel. Uh, it's $12 and you will get something extra as well, like four or five more games. I could like, get more <laughs> stuff to my Humble Bundle folder. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I've imagine, then you have all, all Dark Souls. Yeah, that's true. I started adding all these. Steam folders. My Steam folders right now I have disappointments. Then I have humble <laughs> bundles. I have I never asked for this. Old and pointless. And then what is this? Nice. And some games are in several folders. Yeah. And then there's the VR. Yeah, there's the VR, VR you cannot get rid of, yeah. <laughs> Unless you remove yeah. all the games that that's Valve's official stance. To remove that you just have to remove hide those games from your library. And then it goes away. I have Serious Sam Fusion 2017 beta and Subnautica in there. <laughs> oh, man. No goddamn idea what the fuck is Serious Sam Fusion 2017 beta or why I have it. It's also in I Never Asked For This and What Is This folders, by the way. <laughs> um, but it's there now. But yeah, I think we are, we are diverging <laughs> into... A little bit. ...in the uh, different topics. As, it, so I, I as think, it tends to happen. As it tends yeah. to happen near the end. So maybe we could try... Yeah. But you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, just a sign of being ver very good at improvising. Yeah. But, yes. That's... But all right. in that's all, it. <laughs> thank you very much for this chat. It's always fun to talk with you guys, and especially about about remakes that uh, everybody has some pretty pretty intense opinions on. So yeah. that's our episode this time. Uh, see you next time. Yeah. Bye. So long. Bye bye. Bye bye.